is Monday, February 24th, 2020, and I know I have not podcasted for almost two weeks. I am so sorry, <laughs> but you know, life gets in the way, and there's been a lot of little, a lot of little things going on for the last uh, week and a half or so. Um, I know if you remember the last episode, I talked about cardiac rehab, but I never really told you anything about it, and I was reminded this weekend that I need to... Uh, tell you something about cardiac rehab. Well, I will tell you that it was two weeks ago today that I went to my first um, appointment for cardiac rehab. And at that appointment, I had to uh, run on a treadmill to do a um, stress test. And I say run, but I start out walking. Um, The way the test works is every three minutes, the machine goes faster and inclines higher. And so you start out um, relatively low. I don't think I don't think it's completely flat, but I don't think it's um, too high either. And then you keep going at the three-minute level. They'll take your blood pressure, and you know while you're still walking, the lady had the blood pressure thing on me the whole time I was doing this, and uh, you know checking it the whole time. But anyway, so at each three-minute interval, it gets harder and harder and harder, and you go until you you feel like you can't do it anymore. Uh, or that you're just too tired, you want to stop. So I actually made it to level four, nine minutes and 36 seconds. Uh, but the 36 seconds was 36 seconds into the level four, which was really hard. The um, I think the run, the um, rate was like 5.2 miles per hour. And the incline was like eight or 10 or something like that. It was crazy. It was like I was you know, trying to run up a hill, like a really steep hill. And I only got, I only made it 36 seconds into that level. And I was like, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. And then she stopped it. But interestingly, my blood pressure never went up um, during the entire thing. It stayed around like 110 over uh, 75 or something like that. And the lady said, you did a really good job. Not many people make it this far in, on the stress test. And she said, but also people, most of the people we're doing on the stress test are much older than you. <laughs> so we expected higher, uh, you know, higher expectations from you anyway. But she said, I did really well. And I, um, you know, surpassed uh, what they expected of someone who was uh, just recently had a heart attack. So I was pleased with that. Then I spoke with, after that, after that test, then I go and speak to a, a cardiac nurse and we, she we talk about everything, um, diet, exercise, um, mental health, um, everything, and you know, get a baseline of where we are for to start this cardiac rehab that's going to go for 12 weeks. And she gave me this booklet that has all the stuff in it, and I have to read it all. And, and then there's a page where I have to keep track of stuff. I have to keep track of my weight, blood pressure, resting heart rate, minutes exercising, uh, the uh, high uh, heart rate, what the you know the highest heart rate I did during my exercise, um, and how many steps I take a day. So I've, I got to write all this stuff down and keep track of it every day. And um, I think most days, I don't have my book right here with me, but um, I'm I'm in. The, I just got a call today for the second week, finishing the second week. So I'm two weeks into this, and I. Uh, interesting. I actually gained uh, a pound, one point eight pounds <laughs> during this <laughs> two week time, but I've had you know a couple of different things that made me eat things. But anyway, um, 
my steps have been easily between uh, 10 and 12,000 steps a day because I'm doing this, the exercise. And the thing is, the lady, the nurse, the uh, cardiac people want me to get my heart rate up during my exercise. They want you to do five minutes of warm up, and then they want you to do 25 to 30 minutes of having your heart rate between, for me, because it's different for everybody, for me, between 85 uh, beats per minute to as high as 130 beats per minute. But she said, do not go over 130 beats per minute because uh, there's some calculation that they do based on that stress test. And, um, you know, the, that's what she said. Don't go over 130. But, you know, try to get above 85 and stay there. Stay in that range for 25 to 30 minutes. And I, for the most part, I have been doing that. Um, I think there's been one day that I didn't even do any exercise, and that was Friday. And that was the only day I did not get above 10,000 steps. I only did like 7,000 steps. I don't know what was what was going on with me on Friday, but I just didn't. <laughs> um, so then, so now what happens is once we get a baseline for all that stuff, then I have to work on all this stuff, you know, the diet, the exercise, the mental health, the, you know, all this stuff. Um, and then they call me once a week to check on all the stuff, and they, they, I have to report on all these different statistics, the blood pressure, the exercise numbers, the heart rate, the amount of steps. I have to tell them all this stuff, and they, they write it all down and keep track of it. So um, they for two weeks now, I said, I'm doing pretty well, you know, so I just have to keep doing it. But now I really have to um, work on the weight and, and turn that into a... Um, deficit, not a, not an increase. She said that that was not that's not so bad. Just if you've only gained one point eight pounds, you're okay. So don't you know don't stress yourself about that. So that's what cardiac rehab um, is about, and what I did. Now after cardiac rehab, I look at my calendar because as I said, it's almost been two weeks. After cardiac rehab, then it was Valentine's Day, and on Valentine's Day, the husband and I went to. Um, a local restaurant. Well, the thing is, it, my husband tried to start getting a reservation for a restaurant on February. Uh, no, he did it on uh, the 31st, um, January 31st, two weeks, exactly two weeks ahead of time. And he called all of our favorite restaurants and they were all booked except for one. So we went, ended up going to Martin's Tavern, which is in Georgetown. Um, it was a really, really nice dinner. We had a really nice time and, um, nice bottle of wine and great chit-chat. And then we went to a bar afterwards, the bar that's in the restaurant, um, Cafe Milano, which is kind of like around the corner from where Martin's Tavern is. And we had um, another glass of wine there and, you know, more fun. Then we went home because it was, a, uh, no, it was a Friday, so we didn't have to worry about going home. Um, but that's how we spent our Valentine's Day. And, of course, we gave each other um, candy because that's our traditional thing that we do on Valentine's Day, <clears throat> excuse me, I gave him a box of dark chocolates, which he loves, and he gave me a couple boxes of, you know, small hearts of those cheap, <laughs> cheap candies, and um, I had those. Um, then after that, it was President's Day weekend, and that's normally right around our anniversary, so... And every year for our anniversary, we go to um, the museums in downtown D.C., well, in the, around the mall in D.C., and check out any new exhibits going on. We went to the National Gallery of Art and saw um, 
I can't think of the name of it now that this, uh, no, I can't think of it, but um, we, it was a specific thing about um, time, something like that. I, I can't remember. But I saw up um, Jackson Pollock, which I, I mentioned Jackson Pollock before, and I just loved his work. So, and at this museum, for some reason, you're allowed to take pictures so with the, with no flash, though. So I took a picture of the Jackson Pollock that we saw, and I loved it. And if I can remember to do it, I will put it on the website for you to see with this post on this um, episode. So we went to. National Gallery of Art on both wings. They have the East Wing and the West Wing. The East Wing is the like contemporary art, and the West Wing is the um, you know impressionist, uh, traditional, uh, you know, old time old timey art. And we walked all around through both both buildings. Um, didn't see oh, what did we see at the um, at the East Wing. We saw I I think it's impressionist now. I, you know, I didn't keep the paper, so I don't remember exactly what it was. But it was, um, I think it was works that we have seen before, but just not recently. So anyway, that was fun. And then we walked across the mall, down the mall to the Hirschhorn, and went in and saw um, an exhibit there. Now, the Hirschhorn Museum is more like modern art. And they had, um, maybe, is that where I saw the Jackson Pollock? I don't remember. I really don't remember now. No, 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 no. Jackson Pollock was definitely at the National Gallery of Art. Um, but I don't remember what I saw at the Hirschhorn. But it's a cool museum. It's a round museum. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the, um, what's that round museum? Guggenheim? Guggenheim in New York. Although I've never been there. It kind of looks like that because uh, it's a round museum. Um, we saw some uh, contemporary art there. And... This one thing with Kate Blanchett, and it's like a video thing, and she acts in like 10 different videos, and they play these videos, and then um, towards the end of the videos, they, they all sync up to her saying the same line or something like that. Um, I didn't really get it. It wasn't, I mean, I read the thing, but it was like, I don't really get this. But as we walked into that room where all these videos are going, I'm like, oh, that's Kate Blanchett. I recognized her, but I didn't really know what the art was about. <laughs> so, craziness. But we always enjoy going to that museum, seeing something new. Um, because I think the last time I remember, not the last time, but one of the times we went, we saw um, Weiwei, this um, Chinese artist, and I really loved that uh, art. But anyway, so that's what we did on President's Day weekend, and we did that on Sunday, I believe. Yes, and then we relaxed on President's Day because my husband had the day off. And then on the 20th, it was our anniversary. Um, you may have heard it on Big Fatty's podcast. He, he mentioned it on there. Now, our anniversary for um, on the 20th of February is for our five-year wedding anniversary. So five years ago on February 20th, we got married. But 15 years ago on February 20th, we went on our first date. So we had um, uh, our anniversary on the 20th. And for the fifth wedding anniversary, it was the, you know, the traditional gift is wood. So I gave my husband a cutting board with um, uh, the letter of his name on it. And he gave me, 
what did he give me now? Oh, oh, this really um, cute bird, uh, cardinal carved out of wood, sitting on a uh, like a log, and I have it in the bathroom up on the shelf because it's so pretty. Um, I was trying to remember the, the, wood, the whole wood connection because that's the the fifth year um, wedding anniversary was wood. So um, we gave each other those things, and then we also went out to dinner that night too. We went to Sequoia, and those of you, for those of you who follow uh, me on Facebook, um, I posted pictures of us at Sequoia. It's a restaurant that is on the uh, Washington waterfront of the Potomac River. And uh, it was a pretty night, and we had a delicious meal and an expensive bottle of wine, and it was just perfect. Just perfect. We had a really nice time. And we Ubered there so that we could drink a little extra. <laughs> so that was our anniversary, and now we like, we like to say the day after our anniversary, because like, so it was um, 15 years for, that we've been together. And so on the next day, which would have been Friday, we would say, oh, it's now it's almost been 15 and a half years, <laughs> even though it's only 15 years. But we start to say that all the time. So that's, you know, one of the things of being silly. So then, the, as the days move on since the last podcast, I, not I, we had our annual Mardi Gras party on Saturday night, just, you know, what, two nights ago. Yeah, because last night was Sunday night and then Saturday night, yeah. So we had um, about, I want to say it was, there was 15 people there, maybe? 15, 15, one, two. No, maybe it was closer to 17. Anyway, one of the people that was there was Kevin, the hot listener. Hot listener Kevin. And, um, we were talking, it sounds like he's going to go to New Orleans again this year for Pride 48. So that will be fun. And um, we caught up and chit-chatted about, you know, this and that and the other. And um, he was he was reminding me, that's, that's how this podcast started, was that hot listener Kevin reminded me that I have not podcasted in a while. That he had been, that the last time, that the last show that he listened to, he was um, watching the shows that I had been mentioning on the podcast. Um, like cheer and um, what was the other one I can't remember now but um, he and I both are behind or no did he watch Grace and Frankie I'm behind on whatever the season is season six I have not watched it yet but I will be watching it but anyway Kevin hot listener was there and uh, we had a good time and there were some um, we had some other cute friends there and he was asking me about them and then um, one of our friends brought a straight guy with him and the whole night after, I mean, after we were introduced, the whole night, I didn't know that he was straight. I just assumed that he was gay. <laughs> he was getting ready. To, they were getting, he and the friend were getting ready to leave. And I was like, oh, I barely got to talk to you. And um, then I was asking him, oh, do you have a boyfriend or whatever? And then my husband says to me, he's straight. And I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that the whole, this whole night. I did not know that, the, that this straight man. Anyway, he was a very nice guy. And it was, it was nice of him to come to our party. Um, I think he had a good time, but we have, we had tons of food left over. People didn't eat very much. We had, um, well, not as much gumbo left over because for, because the Mardi Gras party, my husband made, um, chicken gumbo, um, shrimp Creole, 
Um, then he made uh, Italian meatballs because I wanted something different. Plus, he always he likes to make the meatball, meatballs, so we had Italian meatballs, and they were good. And then he had coleslaw and potato salad and chips and salsa, you know, because I'm racist. No, <laughs> because we found these chips at the supermarket that were yellow and purple from Mardi Gras Day. So we bought them, and then, of course, we had to have some salsa to go with them. But I think I'm the only one who ate the chips and salsa, too. <laughs> it was weird. But anyway, so we had lots of cheeses and crackers and um, uh, um, pickles and um, olives, you know, like little finger food stuff. So, you know, mixed nuts and all that kind of stuff, people would just nibble on. But I think the, thing, I think the um, gumbo was probably the most uh, popular dish there. Anyway, so we have a ton of food left over and a ton of drinks left over too. We we opened a case of wine, six six bottles of white, or six whites and six reds, and we had a ton of wine left over. So we'll be well, we have been drinking them for two days, but they're not going to be good much longer. But probably tonight we'll drink them, you know, finish some more of them, and then um, then it will be done. <laughs> but anyway, we had a great time on Saturday night. It, um, the party was fun. We got to catch up with lots of friends. Um, that we haven't seen in a while, and it was always it's always good to see hot listener Kevin. So, thanks for coming, Kevin. And I know we still need to come to your part of the city to have dinner, and we will have to work that out soon. <laughs> you know me; we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. All right. So anyway, that is everything that has happened since my last podcast. I know I kind of like flew through all that stuff, but um, I have one correction to make from the last podcast. I talked I talked about the Eva stories, and I said that the Eva stories were on Snapchat. I mean, were on Instagram, but I was wrong. The Eva stories are on Snapchat. So I knew I haven't heard from anybody, so maybe nobody even went to look at them. But um, if you're looking for them, they're on Snapchat, not on Instagram. I mean, she's got an Instagram page, but it just, um, they have a Snapchat um, thing on there. They have to click and it would take you to the right Snapchat place. So anyway, all right, now, I know I don't have very few minutes left, but I do have a voicemail from Scotty, the little Aussie battler. So let's listen to this voicemail now. Archer, this is Scotty, Aussie battler, and I cannot believe I'm just listening to your latest show. I'm only like one minute in, and you're saying that a lot of gays don't like Peter Pettigrew whatever his name was. Uh, why? I don't get it. Why uh, Why are Americans so dumb and they're supporting that stupid Bernie Sanders who, how old is he? 90-something. He nearly died last year and now they're going to let him run for president. For goodness sake. Somebody tell him to sit down, shut up and move over for someone younger. Like gay pedigree. Although... Uh, wasn't he a character in Harry Potter? Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. First of all, you say his name, Buttigieg. You should know that by now, Pettigrew, or however you said it. Um, well, and also, I don't know if he, if that Pettigrew, oh, actually, yes, I do believe Pettigrew was a character in the Harry Potter series. Anyway, you kept uh, mentioning about um, that the gays don't like Pete Buttigieg, and you're like, why, why, why? Well, I don't know exactly why, but I just see things on um, Twitter and Facebook and um, hear things on podcasts and stuff where uh, 
I think I think that that they think he's like a stuck-up um, elite gay, which is really not true because he's not rich. He's uh, you know he was in the military. He's although he is very very smart. Um, I don't know. I, I think maybe they think he's being um, financed by billionaires, which they don't like, or that he's too uh, moderate. Maybe I'm not sure, Scotty. And but the, you know, and the thing is, um, as much as I like him, I I am also realistic, and I really doubt that he he will get the nomination. Um, he does have a good number of of the delegates that have been awarded so far. He is in second place behind Bernie Sanders, um, and, and Bernie Sanders, I, I don't know about him either. Um, he he did, he kind of. Um, talked back the whole Bernie Bros thing. And I know that I saw an exchange with Daniel Brewer on the on the uh, Twitters that said that the Bernie Bros is not a real thing, but um, I actually think it is, and I have seen some tweets. I mean, it's not... Well, okay, I will agree with him on one thing. It's not an organized group. These are just angry young men who like Bernie, Bernie Sanders. And they go after people who say anything negative about Bernie Sanders. But the thing is, because there's enough of them making such a a wave about Bernie Sanders, that it's easy to call them a group and call them Bernie bros. Anyway, that's that's what that's about. So anyway, Scotty, um, I I don't know if I answered your question or not, but um, I know how you feel. It's kind of crazy. But it's Buttigieg. Please uh, correct yourself in the next voicemail. (laughs) Anyway, gone over a little bit here. But thank you, Scotty, for the voicemail. You know, I always appreciate them. And I still think you should come back to podcasting somehow. But anyway. All right. That is all I have for today. And I promise I will try to podcast much more often. Like today's Monday. Maybe I'll podcast on Friday. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. But one thing I can report on at this exact time, the stock market is taking a dive because of um, the fears of coronavirus. It's down right now at this point at four thirty, or excuse me, twelve thirty in the afternoon. It is down almost a thousand points, nine hundred and seventeen points. So um, the stock market's going down. Man, there, there goes my money and my... Well, I'm, I'm not relying on that money, so I don't have to worry about that. Anyway, enough of that. Um, thanks for listening, and until next time, bye. <laughs>